Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Spring deals at Ross will have you saying, it's a yes for me. Say yes to trending looks like tube tops, dad shorts, and miniskirts for less than online, or vintage tees and beach shorts for a weekend getaway. With all the styles to choose from, there's a yes around every corner. Because saving money and looking good is what you do. It's a yes for you and your bank account. Hit up Ross for your certified yes for me moment. Oh man, this is such another great question. And I had to do what you just said. I had to surrender and say, listen, they're not going to do things the way that I do it. But sometimes, especially when you're busy, done is better than perfect. And Mm -hmm. if it's that bad, then it's a teachable moment for them to figure it out so that they can get better at it. Especially when you're dealing with children, you want to give them life skills. They need to learn certain things because they will be on their own. Mm -hmm. So us always doing everything we're hoarding all the secrets and we're not teaching them so that they can, you know, go off and do their own thing. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley, a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. Welcome to She. Hey, Jordan. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so thankful to have you here. I feel like this is going to be such a good conversation. I'm excited. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So before we dig into all the things, for those of our listeners who may not be very familiar with you, can you share a little bit of your background, what you do, and how you help women manage their time and their homes? Awesome. So hey, everybody that's listening. I'm Jamira Pollard. I am a former wedding planner turned biz and life coach for small business owners and busy mamas. I help my clients ditch the idea of balance and embrace the idea of living a life that feels more well-rounded. My mom, wife, and just doing this crazy life like everyone else, but Mm -hmm. trying to do it with intention. So good. I, I really appreciate your work because I think you focus more on I, I like what you touched on the balance concept, I think creates a lot of pressure for us. And it's not that realistic versus the idea of like, a well rounded life and knowing that not all things are going to get equal parts of your energy at all times is something that I think we have to constantly remind ourselves only because I think we as women tend to want to be able to give 100% to everything equally because we value and prioritize a lot of things, especially right. when you do wear many hats, whether that's as a wife, a mom, a business owner, a, an employee, whatever it is that you might be doing. So I really love that. But I would love to chat quickly about the idea of work-life balance a little bit more because you touched on that. And I think that's important. Why do you think choosing to live well-rounded is more important or better than seeking to find balance? And really, what's the biggest difference to you between those two concepts? I love this question so much. And some people may disagree with me, um, but I just personally feel that there is no such thing as balance when you are trying to compare work with family. Like Mm -hmm. I would personally never put my family on the same scale as a job Mm -hmm. or a career that's going to be temporary Mm -hmm. when the people in my lives are going to be here and they deserve more of my time and energy Mm -hmm. as much as I can give it to them. Right. So I just think that, you know, especially as women, we are on this hamster wheel. We are trying to balance work and family, burning candles at both ends, Mm -hmm. but it's just not possible at the end of the day to serve two masters. You know, Mm -hmm. it's one of the 
things where we you get exhausted. You get exhausted trying to appease the people at work, trying to climb that ladder, but also be an amazing mom so that your kids, you know, don't think you're crazy when they get older and you want to be a wife that is um attentive to their partner. But one of the biggest things also is taking care of ourselves. And so for me, balance is a word that should be used in other areas, but not when it comes to uh, work and your life. Mm -hmm. And so I just think if we start to take inventory of the things that matter most to us, you will find that your job at some point, like I said, is never going to be top of mind Mm -hmm. for the majority of us. There are some people out there where they're like, all right, I'm going to do whatever for this job and career Mm -hmm. and I'll put family on the back burner. But at the end of the day, you can only do that for for so long. And so Mm -hmm. for myself, how I got to this point was back in uh, March of 2010. That was the year that I had my daughter, but it was also the year that I lost my mother from cancer Mm -hmm. within an eight month time span. Mm -hmm. So when you have these life changing events all coming at you one time. And it was my busiest wedding season to date Mm -hmm. because I was a wedding planner for 12 years. Mm -hmm. I literally had to say, what is the most important thing? What needs my time and attention? Mm -hmm. With these clients, you know, I want to serve them well and I want it to be there for them on their most important day. Mm -hmm. But I only get, you only get one mother, Mm -hmm. right? And you only get your one child. And so I had to figure out how to put things in place so that I could still serve and do the best in my career, Mm -hmm. but also make sure the people around me felt like I was there for them and they got the care that they needed. And that takes a lot of, you know, takes a lot of work Mm -hmm. and takes a lot of help. Mm -hmm. But I knew in that moment that there was no way that I can continue to put clients first when I had other things that needed my attention in Mm -hmm. that season. Yeah, absolutely. I want to touch on something else too, that's kind of in the same vein of conversation, because I think one of the challenges too, especially when you're trying to be available and make sure that your people that are most important know you're available, but still do a good job at your responsibilities, whether that's professionally or in school or whatever it is that you might be doing. You know, I think one area that often can get overlooked is our homes. And I want to kind of dig into this a bit because this is part of the role that we have as wives, mothers, et cetera. And although I know it can often be a shared responsibility, I think one of the big tasks that we can come to dread of all is like things like laundry or dishes or these kind of like mundane things that we have to do. And I think what can start to happen is when we're trying to be there for our people and we're trying to take care of our career and we're trying to do all the things, it can feel really overwhelming to figure out like, how do I even take care of my home? Like that's a a way to take care of my people. It's a way to take care of myself because that was something you touched on as well. Um, And that can go by the wayside. And then we start living in clutter. We just start feeling overwhelmed by where even to start with keeping our home on track. So I want to just get your thoughts on what tips and tricks you have to make the best use of our time and create systems that will help us manage tasks that are just like everyday unavoidable tasks like laundry or those kind of things. Okay, that's a great question. And let's just start with laundry. That was a great starting point because laundry, I found, takes hours and hours and hours, mm-hmm. especially when you do have a family and a family that is doing activities and all the things. I know there are some moms out there that can relate. And so it's funny because right now in this moment, my husband is actually helping with laundry and dishes because you do have to determine where you can ask for help and where you can tag someone else in. But mm-hmm. let's just talk about laundry and systems there because for me, we were the family at one point doing laundry all on a Sunday, everyone trying to 
just, you know, tired at the end of the week, about mm-hmm. to jump into a new week. So then I was like, you know, this isn't working for us. Mm-hmm. So what I do now that has helped me and a lot of my clients is we do a load of laundry a day mm-hmm. and we wash. I started up when I'm getting up. We put the clothes in the dryer and then we, in the evening, we fold. The kids have learned how to hang the clothes. My kids have even learned how to run the washing machine because my rule is if you can uh, learn how to use an iPad or a cell phone, you can learn how to use the <laughs> so washing <true>. machine. <laughs> so we got to work this out as a team. Mm-hmm. And you'll be surprised if everyone pitches in. It's 20, 30 minutes versus Sunday after church or Sunday mm-hmm. after family fun day. It's like, oh, the high of all of these exciting things gets depleted because now we all have to work on 10 loads of laundry. Right. So our our trick is a load a day. We all can pitch in um, on some days. And I also have outsourced laundry. I have someone that helps me with the folding and the hanging mm-hmm. because I ran my numbers, which I encourage anybody to do that has a business or that works hourly or even break it down salary. Mm-hmm. If you're spending your time doing the laundry, that's money that you are not able to generate, income you're not able to generate because you're $100 an hour or $50 an hour. That's how much it's costing you to do laundry. Mm-hmm. So you ha- you have to decide, maybe I can outsource this to someone else. Even mm-hmm. the dry cleaning, they do laundry. Mm-hmm. And it's maybe $10, $25. And you can still make your money and just pay a little bit for help. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's one of the tricks for us with laundry. I think that's so good. I love the idea of breaking it down to shorter tasks. Like if you just have a loaded day. I think it seems overwhelming in a way because it's like, oh my gosh, I have to be doing laundry every single day. But if you think about it, if it's just part of your daily routine, just like you brush your teeth every day or you make your bed every day, it just kind of becomes like second nature. You know, you can even fold in front of the TV if you want. And um, I also love what you said about like understanding your numbers. And I think so often we don't value our time, especially when it comes to what we spend doing personally. Um, And there's sometimes tasks like laundry, or maybe it's certain big, maybe it's like a monthly deep clean or those things in your house that are like, those are important and they're going to make you feel more at peace. They're going to make your family feel more at peace. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, like, you know, there are things that can, I think that we just don't always value in terms of like our time being put into those things versus it's like, we clearly value the time we spend with family or we value the time we spend learning something new or exercising. Like there are certain things we do see the time value trade-off for, but I think sometimes we don't think about that when it's just these tasks that we just have to do every day. And if you really consider it the way that you explained, it sometimes makes more sense to outsource it, not for everyone. But like you said, I think understanding like, what is it actually costing me? Not just in terms of time, but like, what is it costing me to spend eight hours on a Sunday or whatever doing laundry? And like, who is being... Who's benefiting from that, but also what is it hurting or what is it costing me in terms of both finances, but also time? Because I think time is a currency that we need to measure our lives by a little bit more. We often don't think about it like that, but it's our most scarce resource, you know? And I think the more that we fiercely protect that, the better. Let me just throw one thing in there too, Jordan, because you said it's it's not for everyone. And some people may think, I'm not spending that kind of money to Mm -hmm. hire someone to do whatever. However, another thing is, if you have a, a friend that has a child, like a preteen or someone that could learn how to do it, you can be ble- you can bless them mm. with uh, you know some money here and there, mm-hmm. so they have money in their pocket or to do what they want to do in their small business, mm-hmm. and then you're not spending a whole lot of money on maybe an adult mm-hmm. professional. Yeah. So 
some people do that as well. Yeah, that's good. That's a really good piece of advice. Okay. Another thing I want to talk through is meal planning and prepping because I think this is another really time-consuming task and something that can easily get pushed to the wayside um, and also become really stressful. So what advice would you have for tackling this week to week? Oh, gosh. I know there are people listening who hear all through the week, what's for dinner. And so for myself, I got tired of it. And so I said, you know what, I need to be intentional with planning our meals. Because also I realized we were spending a lot of money and it wasn't healthy, some of the choices Mm -hmm. we were making. Mm -hmm. And so I, on a Sunday, either Friday or Sunday, I try to meal plan for the week, sometimes two weeks or even a month if I'm in the middle of like a launch or a busy project. Mm -hmm. Because what I do is I use a program called Plan to Eat, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. It has all of our recipes in there. You can pull from Pinterest and then it's visual. So you can drag Mm -hmm. and drop Mm -hmm. what your meals are going to be for the week. Mm -hmm. And then it also is an app. So when you go to the grocery store, everything is there so you don't forget it. But I can visually see, okay, this Monday we're going to have spaghetti. Then on the Wednesday, we may have tacos. Friday, maybe takeout. But at least I can visually see it. And then I write it on our whiteboard next to our schedule. And then I know that we're not eating the same things over again. And it also allows me to be creative. So the key with meal planning is literally to just take 10 minutes. That's all it takes to sit down and decide what you're going to eat for the week. And it's a Mm -hmm. rinse and repeat type of thing. Huh. So... That's awesome. Wait, what's that tool called? You said plan. What did you say it is? Plan to eat. Okay. Is this an app? Yes, it's an app, but it's also a desktop version. And I use both. So I sit sit down and I literally drag and drop on the desktop. And then when I'm in the store, I can pull up the recipe and I'm like, oh man, I need half and half or Mm. I need whatever. So Mm. I don't forget it, but it's great. And I've been using it literally for years and it hasn't filled me yet. That sounds amazing. I'm going to check that out. (laughs) I love that. Yes. Okay. Another question I have is when it comes to scheduling your week, I'd be curious, how do you handle that in a way that allows you to be productive, but also not get burnt out and still have time for the people in your life, like your family and the people you really want to be spending time with? Because I think that can be such an overwhelming thing when you're scheduling and planning out your week. Like I have a lot to do and how do I prioritize my people, get everything I need to get done done without burning myself out? Right. So scheduling, I'm a Google Calendar Girl. I used to be a paper Mm -hmm. planner person, but this can work both ways. But I like to color coordinate. So if it's for each kid, if it's for my business, if it's an appointment, I can see visually everything we have going on. But if it's in red, it's urgent. Like it has to happen. We can't change it. And then some things in gray are things that maybe we can either delegate or outsource when we actually look at the big picture. But my advice for scheduling is anything that is just a hot item or important or something that can't be missed, put in a color that will grab your attention on your calendar. If it's a paper calendar, put a star or whatever you have to do. But be realistic if there are things that can be moved or delegated or just eliminated if you feel like your upcoming week is going to be overwhelming. Don't pressure yourself to feel like you have to get it all done this week. Choose to win big by taking some of the, the big things and the big goals break them out into tasks, figure out if you can get those big three done, then you can add something else to your plate. But try not to look at the big, big picture and say, oh my gosh, I have to do all of these things. I think the biggest thing with that is just knowing what is important. Mm -hmm. And I challenge anyone listening to make themselves an item in the red. And with that, you can know that anything that's red as far as like a meeting with yourself or if you have a date night, I challenge you to 
have that meeting uh, be on the same level as a meeting you would have with your boss. So Mm -hmm. if your boss says, hey, we have to have this meeting, this is super important. Well, that's important, but so is the time with your spouse. Mm -hmm. So is the time with your child. So do not put those things on a back burner. Give it the same respect, and then you will start to practice what you preach of focusing on what matters most if you do keep those things high level. Have you ever wanted to live a little bit more of a natural and holistic lifestyle for the sake of your well-being and your family's well-being, as well as to be a little bit more self-sustaining, but just felt really confused on where to start, especially if you can't just like up and move to a farm tomorrow? Look, when I first started my holistic wellness journey, I remember I felt so overwhelmed. There's so much information all over the internet nowadays, and it's so hard to discern and to know which brands are truly clean and how do I source food locally and where do I even begin with all this stuff, especially if I have a busy life and I live maybe in an apartment or a suburban life or I just don't have like goats in my backyard to go milk, you know, like how how do I do this? And, um, it can be really overwhelming. So what I did is I wanted to take the guesswork out of it for you because I think one of the biggest things that holds so many of us back is not only the financial side of it and the worry that it's going to be more expensive, but also the time. Most of us don't have months or years to invest in researching and reading labels and figuring out how to do that and doing all this research on our own. So we just don't and we kind of get stuck. So what I wanted to do is create a quick start guide for you. And it's called the Lifestyle Overhaul Guide. It is a step-by-step quick start guide to living a more natural and sustainable life. And it is laid out in a step-by-step format. It covers everything from budgeting for these changes to really reducing stress and creating a more sustainable schedule and lifestyle in terms of your time to cleaning up the products in your home and reducing your toxin burden, how to really start with that and what to prioritize and how to do that in a budget-friendly way to sourcing more food locally, shortening your supply chain, being less reliant on the grocery store and big food systems, and starting to really use the resources in your local community. I'm giving you all the best resources on how to find those things, how to source those things, and how to get started right where you are. So if that sounds like something you need, you can tap the link in the show notes on this episode, or just go to jordanleedooley.com slash lifestyle dash overhaul to check out all the details and grab yourself a copy. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. With two little kids, I do most of my shopping online now, but it can be so hard to shop for things like clothes online because I never know if I'm getting good quality until it arrives. The game changer, upgrading to high quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next, and I stayed on budget. Quince has so many options to choose from, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. One of my favorite items from Quince is the silk pajamas I got. They are so high quality, a luxury pajamas, but not at a luxury price tag. And I just feel like they don't even compare to some of the other pajamas that I have bought online or that I've bought um, just at various different stores. I'm like, these are incredible. (laughs) 
Indulge in affordable luxury by going to quince.com slash she for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's com slash she to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash she. If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. You know with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving 15% on Delta flights. You know kissing under the bridge of sighs guarantees eternal love. Because you're the long-distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Takeoff 15, discount not applicable to partner-operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know. Thrive Market is a go-to for all your grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you can use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. And when you shop Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one for one membership matching program. You join and they give. I use Thrive Market every single month. I get our dish detergent, dish soap, and various other just basic household essentials that are low-tox and non-tox ingredients. And it is the easiest way to get all of my favorite clean items sent right to my door at an affordable price, I should add. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash she for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash she. Thrivemarket.com slash she. I really like the idea of focusing kind of like on the big things because we can get so caught up in the details and just have these like never ending lists. And then of course we feel overwhelmed. But I always think back to when I was in high school, when I would study for like a final exam or something. And I had like, if I had multiple final exams, I had this little strategy that I look back on like, that was actually pretty smart. But I would like break (laughs) it into like, if I had a test, let's say it's you know, Friday and the following Friday, I had an upcoming test, then I would break my studying into, you know, sections each day. And if I had a test a few days earlier than that, then that subject would get the priority, right? Like I would try to study more of that sooner and then get to the, you know, later task or the later exam subject a little bit later because I had more time. And I think if you, we can even think about our our to-dos or our tasks or the things that we have, whether it's meetings or projects or, you know, obligations and breaking it into, instead of just having this never-ending to-do list or whatever that we just try to cram in wherever we can, actually delegating like, okay, this window of time on this day is going to be spent focusing on this task or project or thing I need to do and making progress in this specific area, kind of like a subject in school that you're studying for, right? And Mm -hmm. breaking it over the course of days to get you to then, you know, the final project or the finished task or whatever it might be can also sometimes be helpful. And it kind of reminds me, what you were saying just reminds me of that, this idea of just like, what are the top three priorities? Like if I don't have my final exam in science until two weeks from now, but my arithmetic one is next week, like I need to be prioritizing the things that are coming sooner. And I think we can think about our schedules similarly and have like big priorities that take up that that we prioritize instead of just 
a bunch of stuff to do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Makes such a huge difference. Okay. So something else that I want to touch on that's, I think, related to this is the delegation thing you touched on. We talked about this a little bit, but I think sometimes as women, we can have a hard time delegating tasks to others, including our spouses and children. And I don't know if this is because we feel like we have to do it, or maybe we even think that no one else will do it as well as we do, or maybe we've even had experiences where we ask our kids or our husband to do something, they say they will, and then they don't. So then we're just like, whatever, I'll just do it. Um, Mm -hmm. I'd be curious, how can we get better at delegating tasks to others to give ourselves a little bit more breathing room and really like empower those in our household to help out? Oh man, this is such another great question. And I had to do what you just said. I had to surrender and say, listen, they're not going to do things the way that I do it. But sometimes, especially when you're busy, done is better than perfect. And Mm -hmm. if it's that bad, then it's a teachable moment for them to figure it out so that they can get better at it. Especially when you're dealing with children, you want to give them life skills. They need to learn certain things because they will be on their own. Mm -hmm. So us always doing everything we're hoarding all the secrets and we're not teaching them so that they can, you know, go off and do their own thing. For myself, I had to learn to delegate because of like health conditions that I have. And so me trying to be superwoman and run this Mm -hmm. business and also be a full-time everything, you get burned out so quickly. Mm -hmm. And so you definitely need to surrender. You need to take inventory of what those things are that you do on a regular basis and determine if that's something that can be outsourced, something that can be eliminated, something that you can just tap someone in to help you with. Mm-hmm. I think you're you're right with women. We think that we have to do all the things and wear all the hats. And mm-hmm. that is not fair at all. Mm-hmm. And the reality of it is we're holding ourselves back from doing bigger and better things mm-hmm. if we're focusing on these small tasks that someone else can do and also learn and grow from. So the key is to empower them, to give them the tools, to show them the way. And the other thing is to communicate, say, hey, you guys, I am feeling depleted and burnt out. And your family, they love you. They don't want you to feel that Mm -hmm. way. They want you to win. They want to see your business grow or see you climb the ladder or for you just to have more time with them. Mm -hmm. And so that means they might have to jump in so then the project is done, the task is done, mm-hmm. and then everyone can hang out together mm-hmm. versus you in the one room doing all the chores and everyone else is in front of the TV. Mm-hmm. That's not cool either. Yeah, so absolutely. So yeah. good. So good. Okay. Speaking of that, I think there are times when things can really just become too overwhelming and we are on the verge of just burning ourselves out trying to keep up with everything. And this is kind of the mm-hmm. fundamental bottom line of this conversation. I feel like it's kind of the the foundational issue that we re- that we struggle with. But I'd be curious what your advice is on how we can recognize what when it might be time to outsource and what are the top five things that we can outsource in our home? Because you mentioned laundry and you mentioned mm-hmm. um, like kind of crunching your numbers and really thinking through the the cost of what it's taking you to do those things. But let's mm-hmm. dig into that a little bit more. I meant to circle back to this. And I think as we talk about delegation and those types of things, I think outsourcing comes you know hand in hand with that conversation. So how can we recognize when it may be time to outsource something? And what are some of the top things that we can be outsourcing in our homes that we may not even think to outsource? Um, And so a personal story for myself, I was on a walk with my husband almost five years ago, and I was just telling him I was feeling burned out and that I was feeling overwhelmed, that I'm trying to get my business, that when I was jumping into coaching, trying to get that going, but my health was taking a hit and I'm also have mom duties. And he was like, well, let's get some help. If you feel that way, then we Mm -hmm. can get some help. And I was like, I never thought about it that like that. So mm-hmm. we ended up hiring a girl who's been with me for almost five years, who comes in our home twice a week to help me. And we call her uh, an extension of me. So anything that I can do 
she can also help out with. And mm-hmm. so that we can just keep our house running and then I can be available to my kids, my husband and take care of myself. Mm-hmm. And so I outsourced a few things that she does for us. And so we mentioned laundry. Mm-hmm. She definitely helps us with that. Any household chores, that's another thing um, you can outsource daily, weekly, monthly, mm-hmm. you know, we get our house professionally cleaned, but professionally cleaned, but uh, you know, obviously mm-hmm. the upkeep during the week, but mm-hmm. those big deep cleans, hire someone else, hire mm-hmm. a professional mm-hmm. meal planning and prep. You definitely, there's so many amazing meal prep and um, companies and hot meal delivery services. I use some every now and again during busy seasons, but you can definitely have someone do some of your hot meals for you mm-hmm. so that you're not even like, you know, we have HelloFresh and Blue Apron and all that, but that still requires you to actually cook. Right, right. So there are other companies locally that actually do meal delivery and they've been amazing. Something else top of mind is lawn service, things around mm-hmm. the house, house maintenance, mm-hmm. hire a professional because it was taking my husband hours on his off day to do the lawn. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it takes the guy's 30 minutes mm-hmm. to cut the grass. Mm-hmm. Let the professionals do that. Mm-hmm. And then something else, um, grocery shopping or just errands and shopping all around, those things are considered time sucks. So have your running grocery list, the things that you have on repeat, mm-hmm. have Instacart shipped, or again, if you have an assistant, have them help you with those things. And I guarantee you, you'll save so much time driving to the grocery store, doing the shopping, driving mm-hmm. back, putting it away. You save hours alone just by, you know, doing the online shopping thing or having someone else do it for you. So laundry, house chores, meal planning and prep, lawn, running errands, grocery shopping. Those are just a handful of things that you can start to consider as you try to put these things in place to live your version of living well around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. I think it's also important to not only create systems and delegate and outsource our tasks, but also identify what matters most in this season that we might find ourselves in so that we can better prioritize what actually needs to get done and maybe what we can mm-hmm. put on hold or what we can, you know, backdate for a later day. Um, and so in addition to that, I'd be curious what tips you have for identifying what really needs to be prioritized, what needs to be focused on, because I think in doing that, we naturally will start to identify like, okay, what are the things that maybe I shouldn't be spending my time on? And that's that's how we're going to start outsourcing. But how do we identify really what matters most? And then how do we start making the changes to our schedule or our to-do list to reflect that and to best actually hold the things that we need to be prioritizing as a priority? Awesome. So what matters most is that's like the core of the whole living well-rounded community that I have over here. You have to keep in your head that you can be replaced at work. You can be replaced in other areas, but you cannot be replaced as a member of your family. So Mm -hmm. I want you to consider um, when you're thinking about what matters most, do these tasks that are on your long to-do list, do they have urgent deadlines? Is it something that's going to move the needle forward or Mm -hmm. the momentum? Is it something like if you don't do said task or thing, is it going to tug at your heart? Are you going to feel guilty if it Mm -hmm. doesn't happen? If your child is disappointed in you, if you don't meet your health goals or your spiritual goals or journey, whatever it is, Mm -hmm things don't happen. To me, that's a sign that these are the things that matter most to you. You have to figure out like, is there room to do the things that matter most? And if right now in your life, there is not room to do the things that bring you joy, if there's no, not enough room to spend time with the people that matter most to you, then we need to recalibrate something and decide what matters most, what can be put off, what can be paused, can be outsourced so that you can be more intentional with how you show up on a daily basis. I just think that 
when again when we think about our version of living well rounded, you should just really aiming to live a life that is filled with grace, passion, and purpose. Mm-hmm. And if those things you're doing don't align with that mission, then we might need to just do some deciding mm-hmm. and decide, hey, maybe we need to do this later. Maybe I can ask someone else to do it, but I'm not going to give up time with the things and the people that matter most because we only mm-hmm. get one life. Yeah. So we have to decide how we're going to spend hours and days um, in this precious life that we have. Yeah. So good. So good. Such a good reminder because I think we don't always give ourselves the permission to really evaluate that and to ask that question because mm-hmm. we just feel like, well, I have to be responsible. I need to do all the things, right? And it's like you're allowed to ask, like, what brings me joy? What is, you know, what what can't I get back? You know, what's most important in this time? Like, what should I be focusing my energy on? What, you know, brings me a sense of purpose? And what's distracting from that? Like, what's taking from that? And how could I, even if I can't just avoid, if there's a responsibility or something at work or something that you can't necessarily just stop altogether, how can you do it differently? How can you delegate it? How can you create more space? You know, how can you set more boundaries so that it's not just taking over the things that actually need your time and attention more? So yeah, that's so good. Okay. One last question for you. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Let's All go. right. So I know in your coaching, you encourage implementing a weekly reset. Can you dig into what that looks like and why it's so important as we wrap up here? Yes. I love the weekly reset because it brings me a sense of joy to feel like we have a clean slate going mm-hmm. into the week. Mm-hmm. So a weekly reset is basically some time to determine uh, where you're going to spend your time and energy going into the, the new week. Mm-hmm. So you want to update your calendar during the weekly reset. You want to make sure that everything is up to date, your meetings, where you need to drop your kids, where you need time for yourself and all of that. So you want to make sure your calendar is up to date. The next thing is we already talked about meal planning and prep. This is the perfect time to decide what's for dinner throughout the week. The other thing with the weekly reset in our family, we change all of our linen. We make sure that we have a a fresh start there. We get everyone's outfits out for the week. We have lunches prepped for the week because we don't have to keep reinventing the wheel every single day Mm -hmm. doing the same thing. We do it during that time so that we get up on Monday and everything is laid out. So we are the grab and go type of family. And the other thing with the weekly reset is deciding in your career or your business where you need to follow up with clients, where is this, what's the status of everything Mm -hmm. so that you're not confused and you can actually be intentional with where you spend your time and how you're mapping out the client experience as well. So weekly reset is just taking inventory of what needs to be done, carving out a little bit of time to get it done and feeling excited about what's ahead versus feeling chaos going into Mm -hmm. a new week. So it's all about planning, putting that system in place and then showing up excited because you did plan some your time and make it more intentional. Mm-hmm. So good. I love that idea. I I used to do and I need to get back into it. But for a while there, I was kind of doing that thing, that same concept on Sundays, I would have like my rhythmic pause, like it would be like a two hour window where I'd focus on prepping food and, re, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> stripping the beds and, new, you know, changing the sheets and prepping my scal- my calendar, my schedule. And um, it's so helpful. And it's easy to get out of that rhythm if you like travel or you get into a busy, you know, your routine changes a bit. But getting into that is such a game changer. So I encourage you guys as you're listening to start implementing that as as quickly as you can into your life. And I'm going to remind myself to start getting back into that because it does make such a difference. Okay. This has been so good. I feel like there's just been so much encouragement, wisdom, value, practical application, everything packed into a quick 30-minute conversation. Please tell us where we can learn more from you. Where can people 
check out your resources and see what else that you have to offer. You've just given us so much value here. And I would love if everyone can follow along and learn more from you. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. And I really do hope, you know, you guys out there learned a little something. And so you can definitely stay in touch with me on Instagram. I am at I am living well rounded. Jamira.com is my website. Um, And then I have a podcast called Living Well Rounded with Jamira. So if you are listening, please slide into the DM, say hi. I would love to connect with you. And there's a lot of resources um, on the website as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. And thank you for everything you've shared. It's been such a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you for having me. This was amazing. I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content. And it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet with faster speeds rolling out every day and internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. So while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.